Pickaxe. Howdy folks, this episode of Dungeons and Randomness is brought to you by DiceEnvy.com and the Dice Envy subscription box. We all know what subscription boxes are, and we all know what they do. For just $5, you could be rolling with some brand new cool and custom dice each month that you can use to impress your friends and adorn your shelf and or dice bags. As tabletop nerds, we all know you can never have enough dice, and Dice Envy has got you covered. So go to DiceEnvy.com right now to secure your December box, or, on that note, sign a nerdy, dice-lacking friend up for a holiday gift. As always, make sure to let them know that we sent you, and enjoy the episode. Let's do that thing! Where we go around the table to introduce ourselves. I'm Jason, I'm the Dungeon Master, going around the table, starting with Ian... Hey, I'm Ian. I play Calden Halek, the half-elf sorcerer with the morcerer. That sounded a lot better in my head. Okay, session's canceled. Let's all go home. Uh, a few weeks, we'll try it again. We'll all do better. Um, Good. And two weeks later, and we're back. Hey, everyone. Hi. Uh, Alex. Hey, I'm Alex. I play Braylon, the halfling bard. And Valerie. Hi, I'm Valerie, and I play Elena, the human fighter. And Jamie. Hi, I'm Jamie. I play Tatiana, the human rogue. And Karen. Hi, I'm Karen, and I play Callie, the elven druid. Oh, boy, guys. You have some decisions to make today. Oh, boy. Um, how's about we pick things up directly after this little interrogation of yours? So, Ripley's still tied up. You guys uh, essentially told him you'd think about it, and you're gonna you're gonna confer with you know with the group and all that all that stuff. You guys walking walking out here, how would you um how, how would you be feeling about this? Like, how would you be feeling about that exchange? Did it go the way you'd hoped? Did you uh, did you get the information out of him that you were hoping? How, how are you feeling? Oh, tense. I think there's like a notable anxiety coming off of Calden. You can smell it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Just rolling off him. What's it smell like? Yeah. What's what's that what's that scent? Like bacon? Uh, it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> bacon covered under a bunch of snow. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask another question. How would Tatiana be feeling? Mm. So <laughs> Tatiana specifically didn't go in there because she knew that Ripley can be a tricky one. However, she was outside of the door, but she didn't get any like contextual like facial expressions or anything like that. So I think she would be looking to the group, um, trying to sort of read them and read their reactions and almost like trying to figure out what they're thinking. So I'm imagining you guys are going to fill in Tatiana and, uh, and and let her know what's up. Yeah, yes. As soon as we step out of the door, actually, does Tatiana need a rolling dexterity saving throw or anything for being right outside the door as we step right out? <laughs> <laughs> if that's how you want to start the session, like I would like to think. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Um, as soon as they step out, like 
Yeah, you could see. I mean, you can see Calden anxious, and he's and he's like he's he's looking at Braylon a lot, just like glancing over and info dumping about this deal. Basically, everything that they said in the room. Um, I can't remember. Did Tatiana tell us like how involved she used to be with Ripley? Mm, not specifically. I don't not think. Speci- I don't think she went into details. She's mm. keeping some stuff pretty close to the chest. <laughs> but, like we knew that they were like involved oh, for show for mm-hmm. show okay we found, we like... found the slam book <laughs> no what <The> slam book <laughs> it's like we're all the little, like it's like from uh mean girls or like the they write like oh this person burn book? This person. you the mean the burn, burn book, book? It's called slam book when i was growing up oh i thought it was a journal of all the times they slammed i thought that I was know, uh, yeah, I thought too. I <laughs> look i know like, i'm not the oldest person not, here Okay. You are not the oldest person here. <laughs> we all know I'm the oldest person here. Mm-hmm. Come on now. Right. Uh, yeah, so Calden will, uh, Calden will, will dump uh, this info on Tatiana mainly and, and be looking at Braylon like very, very concerned. And I think he'll he'll also emphasize the general in the wings. And he'll look at Tatiana and, and say... Uh, Tatiana, I, 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 I don't, um, I, I'm, I don't mean to call out my trust of you or anything like that. I, it, it has nothing to do with that. I, after getting us out of Brightport, I, 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 I trust you implicitly, but I have a bad feeling that the person he's talking about is you, and I don't know if you have something planned or had something planned or if there's something uh, some influence he might have over you but is is that the case are you are you the are you his general on the back burner at that Tatiana's face is gonna automatically sort of sour as she's looking at Calden um, and she's just gonna say, are you fucking kidding me? Of course not. This is the first time I've even seen Ripley in, like, two years. I, 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 I didn't mean to offend, honestly. I, it just, he seemed to be, well, you know him better than I do. He had a way with words, and it seems... He has things in the works. I didn't know if you were a part of those things, uh, unwillingly or unwittingly. Ripley has a way of always making you think that he's got backup plans upon backup plans upon backup plans. He could be saying all of this and none of it could be true, or he could just be giving us pieces of the puzzle. I don't know. Uh, Bradley's going to speak up. Well... Honestly, you're like our best lead on actually reading him properly. I, I, I can tell you right now, I went in there. He was slippier than I thought he'd be. He's going to look at Calden. Uh, he, he knew some things, you're right, that seemed like truth, but... I mean, there are a couple things in there I hope weren't true. Like, the amount of guys they have going in there, we know that's fact, but... I, I'm praying that they are, ha- you know, half as smart as this guy. And he's going to point back to the door. Yeah, I think he said it. I think he said it best in the room. 
These fang might not be the sharpest tools in the shed, but they might be able to take orders and, well, based on the plan he's created to try and get the bell out of Donhurst, he certainly is clever. Hey, Jason. You? For, you know, just the listeners at home, obviously everyone here completely remembers everything that happened in the last session. Of course they do. <laughs> but just, just for the listeners at home, mm-hmm. could you break down really quickly, because I don't want to miss anything, mm-hmm. the deal that Ripley had said. I know that it had to deal with us setting him free mm-hmm. and that he would uh, help us, like, fake Carlton and Braylon's death and... Something about Donhurst, but I just so, don't want to miss any of the details. You mean the listeners? The, the listeners don't want to miss any of the details. Exactly. And <laughs> so, uh, essentially, it breaks down like this. You get Ripley out now. We're talking tonight. That's what he's saying. Uh, he gets out. He sends word to Donhurst to tell them, okay, for now, the, the, the job is off. Stand down. Don't do anything in Donhurst. Then... He heads back to Brightport to explain the current situation. He said that won't stop the Black Hand from trying to get the bell, but it will delay. And he will help Braylon and Calden fake their death, essentially. Saying, it's like, yeah, we got them. They're dead. They're done. They will not be a thorn in your side anymore. You can rest assured, blah, 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 blah. That is essentially the deal. But all that hinges upon you guys getting him out right now. Okay, well, you're welcome, listeners, for bringing that up. I'm um, sure they thank you. <laughs> I thank you. <laughs> um, okay, that helps a lot, actually. Uh, so, yeah, after that, I guess Calden will look around to everyone and be like, so, we have the steel, what does everyone think? And he'll, uh, he'll I guess he'll look to uh, Elena first. Well, obviously, Tatiana, you know him better than all of us, but you know, do we have his word? Will he follow through on what he says? I think as long as we have something on Ripley, he'll follow through. But once we don't, it's really hard to tell which way he'll go. Ripley is always going to look out for Ripley first. Like, this, this whole plan is hinging on him telling the truth and you know I don't I don't know if it's worth it if we don't know for sure that everything is going to happen the way we think it is Braylon's going to speak up I don't know if you guys have noticed nothing has been going the way we think it's going to be going and he's going to look around Callie what about you what do you think if we do this, are you still planning on going to Donhurst to figure out the spell thing? If we if we took this deal and he did what he said and called it off, it would give us some time, I suppose. I just don't see a point in doing this if you're going to get involved with the Black Hand again. There's no point in faking your death, but also... They're not just going to give up this bell thing and you'll cross paths again and then this whole thing will be for nothing. You're right. Tatiana? (sighs) 
I'm trying to think of another way to deal with your black hand issue and also how trusting Ripley could bite us in the ass. I think Callie makes a good point. If we're gonna take the deal, you guys should cut ties and not fuck around with a black hand anymore. Maybe focus on getting a new arm? Uh, and he'll look down at like at his uh, his wound and say, "Yes, I I think that's pressing to me, and I have I have my answer, but I w- I want to check with all of you. I want to be sure of what we're doing before we make any decisions." And he's gonna and and then he looks right at Braylon. Braylon's gonna have his hands on his like. The spot on the upper nose, in between his eyes, you know, like he's upset. And he's going to say, we cannot honestly be thinking about making a deal with this guy. I I would much rather let them come after me than make a deal with that slime ball. Have him hand over some special crazy artifact or something to the Black Hand, which is why we got in trouble in the first place, Calden. He's going to look, he's going to have like, look right at him. Do you remember? They were going to have like some crazy holy weapon on their side. They were going to change the tide of battle on an entire continent, or so they said, in this new world, don't you think that there should be a little bit of hope? There should be a little bit of, uh, you know, the good guys winning, maybe, for once? We can't let them get that bell. We can't let them get anything. And we definitely can't let guys like that get away with making the deals that they've been making over and over again to live another day. So you're suggesting we go and get the bell? I'm suggesting we tell people who have more strength than we do to get the bell or to at least watch over the bell and laugh in this guy's face. I mean, no offense. Sorry if you still got feelings for him or something, but if he's got to hang, he's got to hang. If this is the last time that he thinks he's going to get away, we make it the last time he thinks that. I'm inclined to agree. I say no deal. I say I don't trust this Ripley as far as I can throw him. I think the bell is more important. I think the people of Donhurst are more important. And I don't think he merits enough influence from the Black Hand to have them come down meddling in here to release a mercenary. If he, w- if he finds a way out, he finds a way out, but I think we take the fast horses that are available here and we ride and we ride hard to Donhurst to warn them. We know the plans that are in motion. We know the numbers that are going to be going there. It's a clever plan, I grant you, but if we can make it, we we are fewer and we are smaller, lighter and faster. We can make it to Donhurst and secure the bell, warn the people, make sure that it's not stolen from the temple. But every moment we stay here, every moment we debate and we wait, the Fang marches closer to Donhurst. And the Black Hand, and he looks to Braylon, is closer to getting her hand on that bell. He's gonna nod. Yeah, no deal. Tatiana is specifically staying silent because she wants to go with the group on this one. She doesn't wanna, she doesn't wanna make waves. But it's hard for her to say to let him hang. But she's not portraying that. So it 
seems like we're all agreeing on this. You do understand if we go there and we get involved in that, they're going to come after you even harder. Brandon's going to nod, looking at the ground. Yeah. I, I thought about that, too. But, you know, after a certain point, even the prey gets tired of running from the predator. But usually by then it gets eaten. He's going to chuckle a little bit. Well, you said it yourself, Braylon. This, if, if we're able to secure this bell, we might have, we might have some kind of leverage against the Black Hand, for her to leave us alone, for her to leave all of us alone, and everyone that we love. Yeah, that's uh, that's the that's the high hope, right? Because you're all caught up in this now, and it's unfortunate, but it's true. You don't get revenge on your enemies by going after them. You get revenge on your enemies by going after the people they care about, the people that they're involved in, and that is exactly what the Black Hand will do. And he looks to Tatiana. She will go after us. She will go after you and everyone we care about. But if we can get this bell and then send a message back leave us alone or we will throw this spell on the ocean we will throw it in a volcano we will destroy it or smash it and you will never have it it'd be the only time it'd be the only thing that we've ever had against her not to mention we keep the people of Donhurst safe I mean uh, you were in there he talked about stealing the bell out from under them but there are also a hundred strong fang marching there if they had just planned on stealing it without hurting anyone they wouldn't need as many as many forces definitely not and then Brennan's gonna kinda look up yeah that's uh I didn't really think about that they're gonna try and take that gate whether to allow them to slip out silently or if things don't go well to take the city by force we can't let that happen I can't and he, he'll, like, ball his hand up and he'll be like, I can't go off getting herbs for my arm or going into the Silver Glade thinking that we didn't do everything that we could to help the people of Donhurst. What say you? Shall we ride? So, quick question: While while Calden is 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 talking here, I'm noticing uh, I'm noticing Callie and Elena are kind of quiet. Tatiana is being purposefully quiet. What, what would uh, what would Callie and Elena be thinking here? Oh, Callie is just like I don't know. It's just kind of why do they want to keep getting into this? Like, you have your out, just take it. Like, obviously she doesn't want to let Ripley go, but she doesn't want to get more involved with this. Mm. And she's just trying to wrap her head around it. Yeah, and I think, you know, both Elena and Callie come from an interesting perspective because, you know, both of us, you know, we, we found each other and then we found everybody else. You know, we just wanted to, like see the world and this is a lot more than than mm-hmm. we bargained for um so 
like, you know, these people are Elena's friends now, and she, she wants to help them, but at the same time, and, and like I said earlier, like, I don't, she doesn't see what's going on, I think, as important as Braylon and Calden do, and also as important as it, you know, we as the listeners know, know that it is. Right, like, you guys don't know how bad the Black Hand's influence. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, we just know, like, bits of what we were told, so... And then if we believe it, you know? Hmm. So what would your decision be? Yeah, you can respond to all this. This is, this is, this is Calden giving you a speech. <laughs> a very good speech. A very, very good speech. <laughs> so good. And then there's like, crickets. Oh, we can edit that out, right? Oh, God, yes. Also, I, I picture that just being just like, well, that's tough to follow. That type of thing. I thought we were going to add crickets in. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh, nobody wants to go with me? Okay, cool. <laughs> All right. 11 herbs and spices in. <laughs> so Calden gives this big speech and it's like, okay, who's, let's ride. Who's with me? Who would be with him? Oh, Braylon, of course, raises his hand like, you know, you don't have to ask for my help. Obviously, you feel very strongly about this. So I'll go with you. I mean, Don Hurst is on my list, so <sighs> why not? <laughs> it, it seems important to you, which in turn makes it important to me. So I'll go. And Tatiana is like, while Calden was giving his big speech, she's really taking it in and sort of listening to everyone's responses on how they feel about the subject. Um, and even maybe glancing towards the door and she'll look back at Calden um, with stern and direct eye contact and say you're right the people of Donhurst need us then I will get Taryn and, and ask him to help us get those get those fast horses uh, Callie I know you have some reservations about this. I swear to you, once we're in Donhurst, once we get everything settled, we'll make a day of it. We'll make our way back to Lockford. We'll find those herbs. Heck, maybe we'll even find a drake. If we're lucky. We'll come to the Silver Glade as we are best prepared without being hounded by the Fang or the Black Hand or anything darkening our doorstep. I swear to you both. And he'll look at Callie and Elena. I just want you to do what, what's best for you. And obviously you feel that this is what you need to be doing right now. I do. Then we'll go. Um, and he will, uh, like, take his hand and, like, grip your shoulder and just, like, give it a squeeze. And then look at Tatiana and give her a nod. Like a, just like a, an acknowledging nod. And then look at the door and say, 
Um, Tatiana, now's your time. If you want to say anything, this would be it. Um, and then he'll go. I mean, he'll go and, and get the horses. So we're getting ready to leave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sounds like. I, yeah, we're I do think up. Tatiana would probably want to say goodbye to Ripley. So I think she would do that first. Cause... Make sure you say something really cool. <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. <laughs> make the make last. Sure make your last goodbye them. really, really. You know, just good. Just don't. If you blow can throw some tears in there too. That'd be great. <laughs> I don't think Tatiana is the the crying publicly type. <sighs> so Ripley would be tied up, still in this room. How would uh, how would Tatiana like to handle this? Were we ever told when Ripley was gonna be? Uh, I I think it's something that's being deliberated upon. It's it's okay. Yeah. Okay. I guess she'll just sort of enter the room and um, close the door behind her, and she'll look over at him to see if like he's in a state where he could converse, or if he's like so beaten up that he's I don't know passed out or something no he's uh he's gonna look surprised but he's conscious uh, again one eye pretty swollen um the, he he they laid into him it's bad mm-hmm. okay so I guess she'll sort of read his surprised face and uh trying to make sort of light of the situation though that is hard in the situation they're in she'll just sort of meander over across the room. You got yourself in quite a pickle here, Ripley. Hey, baby. Did you come to gloat? You know I'm not the gloating type. And she'll sort of smirk because that is not true. Well, I'm going to go ahead and put two and two together here. I'm guessing that the group that was just in this room is with you. You are quite perceptive. And she's not looking at him. She's sort of just looking around the room. And he's going to he's going to smile just a little bit. Any inkling as to which way they're leaning on that deal I offered? Sad to say, it looks like it's a pretty hard no. Yeah, I kind of figured. <laughs> so, I gotta ask. What brings you in for a visit? Well, apparently, the town is gonna execute you. Shouldn't have killed all those guys, maybe. Or at least not publicly. Ah, you know. Hindsight, no. And I think at this point, she'll finally turn towards him and, like, look at him and make eye contact with him. So what do you got up your sleeve? He's gonna look Tatiana dead in the eye. I guess that depends on what you mean. If you're talking about my current situation, 
That was it. I offered a fair trade to get out of here. Now, I'm fully prepared to check out. But I figured I'd give it one more swing, you know? Mm-hmm. So you're telling me you're ready to go. I'm telling you that if it has to be, it has to be. But you know what I'm thinking? You could have left. You could have left and not said a word to me. Not looked me in the eye. You could have forgot all about me. Unless you can't forget all about me. Doesn't have to be the end, Tati. So Tatiana's been trying to be as nonchalant as possible um, while she's was looking around the room and not necessarily looking at Ripley. And as soon as he went into that last like bout of dialogue where he was talking about, you could have just left, she's going to start to sort of pace around him because he's tied up and this is like a power position for her. So she's going to sort of like circle around towards the back of him. So because she's behind Ripley at this point, she is going to lean down over his shoulder and just sort of say, after all we've been through, I had to at least say goodbye. And then she'll sort of like lift her body back to an upright position (laughs) and go back around to the front of him and sort of like crouch down. And she's going to say, you know, I know you say you're ready to go, but the Ripley I knew two years ago could always find a way out of any situation at any time. There was always a way. And he taught me that. That Ripley taught me that. So if this is really you saying you're ready to go, that makes me sad. But if this is the Ripley I know... And you're just saying this because you know I'm with that other group. Maybe I'll see you sometime. And at this point, she's going to take out her dagger. And she is going to slam it on the chair in between his legs. Ooh. And she is going to look straight up at him and say... But if you come after me, my family or my friends, ever again, I will castrate you. And I will kill you. There's going to be a momentary shock as you uh, plunge the dagger in between his legs here. And then he's going to give you sort of a wide smile as you're expositing this. Trust me. I wouldn't hurt your friends. You know, in case this is it. I know two things. 
Yes. One. They're not going to execute me at night, which means I go back to my cell. And two. Most decent people get a last request. Do you mind if I get my last request from you, Tati? She's still sort of in threatening mode because she's still crouched down, like staring, looking up at him. So she'll just sort of like flick her eyes down, like, go ahead. Let me get one last kiss. When we were talking in the bar, I may have played it cool about not missing you as much as you might think, but no one could ever replace you, baby. Tatiana is going to sort of get out of her crouching position and lean in towards Ripley. Um, but she's not going to kiss him. She's going to whisper in his ear, try not to kill anybody. And she is going to get up and leave and say, I'll see you later, Ripley. Purposefully leaving the dagger in between Ripley's legs. <laughs> Okay. So, Tatiana's going to rejoin the party, I'm guessing. Yes. Oh, Tatiana, where's your dagger? (laughs) 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 I have two, so here it is. Mm -hmm. I'm glad I was muted, because I started screaming. (laughs) (laughs) And he was never seen again. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think we're probably, like, getting the horses together. Or at least that's what Calden is doing. Like, yep. getting these fast horses. And then, unless you guys unless you guys have other things to do, I, I say we, just, we ride. So we're you're saying here. tonight. Yeah, tonight. Oh, yeah, I'm saying right now. I'm scared enough. It's like XCOM. Dun, 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 dun. He's going to fucking bell pounds. Like, Let's do this shit. <laughs> And everyone else is on board? Yep. All right. Speaking with Taryn, he negotiated a deal for you guys. <laughs> Again, there's a local guy who raises, like, championship horses. And as long as these horses are returned within the next week or two, then... He's going to let you borrow three. And these okay. things are fast. So fast, in fact, um, that what he's promising is that normally it takes about six and a half days to ride to Dunhurst. He's saying you could do it in five. Oh, nice. So four days. Um, and what if we ride through the night? Well, here's the thing. I wouldn't push the horses too hard. Like, you could ride through the night tonight, and then, you know, 
keep trekking, but I wouldn't do that two or three days in a row. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah, because we we've got them on lease, and yes, if we break if we break the rental, we're gonna have to pay yeah. up. right. There's no insurance on this rental. Picture it that way. <laughs> Ooh, right, and dangerous. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm naming mine. This one's called. I Frost was gonna Air. ask if mine had a name. <laughs> Well, so three, so we're gonna have to double up. So probably mm-hmm. Braylon and Calden, right? Of course. Hello. Why? Wow. <laughs> I have a question. Hmm? Never. Never. Wait, we have three, and that's well. That makes four people. I was thinking, like, hmm? Braylon with. Does it? Yeah, that makes four people, and we have five, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry, math. Um, I was thinking, what if? Instead of like Braylon and Calden together on one, that it's like Braylon with like oh because we're both we're both light. I see. Gasp. Okay. Excuse me. <laughs> no, you're, you're probably right. In case one of us gets destroyed, the other one's still alive. You're right. Oh, we'll just that. <laughs> wow, that is the <laughs> bleakest. We're, we're both light. We're both light boys. Yeah, we're right? the skinnies. Both. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Calden, like, you'll see Calden, like, like kind of, like, putting that through his head for a little bit, like, but with Braylon, and then, Aww. but yeah, he, that, that sounds good, like, that, yeah. that's good. We're riding Don Hurst, like, right now with these horses. Great. It's going to be Calden and Elena, Braylon and Callie on one horse, and then Tatiana is going to be on the last horse. Good. Is that, is that cool with Perfect. everyone? That's awesome. That's great. That's cool with okay. me, I can be scouting by yourself, Tatiana. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. It's on all stealthy and shit. Yeah, yeah. That's what it's called. Stealthy. <laughs> Not like a Lannister or anything. <laughs> um. So yeah, I guess. Well, Calden wants to have. Calden wants to say a couple of things before they go. So he's gonna be like. Um, not to everyone, but just to Elena. So everyone's like saddling up, right? And he's like helping the best he can. And and um, he's going to look up at Elena, like on the saddle and be like, help me up and like hold out his hand. Yeah, she'll help him up. Um, and he gets up with some trouble and like wraps his, his arm around, around her middle. And he says, um, Elena, do you know why... I asked you to cut my hand off. Well, I assumed it's because I have the largest sword. Well, yes, that you are good with a sword, but it's because I've seen you use it a couple of times. I've seen you do things. Um, with your strength and with your will that inspires me. And I knew that you could do it. I don't... I want you to know that I don't blame you for this at all. That's very kind, but... You know, I, I don't know if that'll stop me from blaming myself. Well, that's exactly why I think that you missed. We all believe in you here. 
and we're going to believe in you going up to Donhurst, but I think the reason you missed is because you lack a little confidence in yourself. And just know that we are all behind you here. It's time to believe in yourself a little bit. Thank you, Calvin. That... That means a lot, actually. And I promise, once this is this whole bell thing and Dern Hollow, I'll help you get your arm back. It's the least I can do. Um, and he'll uh, he'll give her a little squeeze, just like a just like a reassuring squeeze around the thing, um, and just like nod his head against her back, and say thank you. Can I do one thing before we go, Jason? What you got? I would like, if you'll allow it, to reach over to his stump and just use, like, form a a non-functional but, uh, uh, like, ice hand off of the, like, ruined thing. Just like a... Like a placeholder? Like a placeholder, yeah, exactly. Just like a thing of ice um, that just kind of looks like a a hand that has its, like, fingers folded together or something. Okay, sure. Um... Sweet, yeah. So Calden just reaches over and does that, like pulls down his arm, um, and then says, let's go. So here's what we're going to do. Now, you guys are in a race against time, right? The entire point is to try and beat the Fang there, right? Now, they have a pretty hefty head start on you. They basically have nearly a day's head start on you. Which is a problem. Here's what I'd like to do. I'd like to make uh, a flat T20 roll. Who would like to do that for me? Not me. That was all me last episode, so not me this time. I did it. Oh, yeah! Very much. Yes! Hell yeah! Hey-oh! You don't gotta think about it. You just gotta do it. Just gotta do it, guys. That's (laughs) It's always a gamble, though, because if you go bad, then everyone hates you. (laughs) No, <laughs> uh, we just get all get hurt or lose limbs. Yeah, uh, it's so like it's thematically like we're just going for it, like just ride. So just yeah. throw that dice. Da, 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 da. Hey, all right. So here's what we're gonna do. First of all, let's pocket that seventeen for a second, cause uh, that's a good roll. That's a darn yeah. good roll. So you guys are starting out. Weather's on your side. Everything's awesome. Now, here's what we're going to do. We're going to roll a d10 with a modifier of a plus three because of the speed of your horses. Now, the fang is going to be doing the same. Now, problem being is you guys are shooting for 40. Uh, eventually, you're adding up, getting to 40. Um, since they have a head start, they're going to roll twice for this one time. Does that sound okay? Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So... I'm gonna have you and the Fang. Oh, real quick too. What time is it? Like, we this had is spent. Evening. Okay, so we we had like spent a lot of the day sleeping, and then we got up, and all this crazy stuff happened. And this is like yeah. evening time. Okay, definitely evening. Is there any point that we could consider a short rest, just so I can get my spell slot back? Wait, <laughs> didn't we consider... sleep? Yeah. Okay. 
Did you guys No, sleep? but I healed Braylon, so I used one oh. of my spell slots. Oh, but I oh, get oh. it back when I take a short rest. I would say in the time it took, you know, processing and all that stuff, them questioning him and all that, them beating the shit out of <laughs> Ripley and all that, I'd say that's a short rest. Okay. You guys were chilling for a while. Got so the cool thing is they are not rolling with a modifier because there are so many of them. Right. So you guys are just faster, flat out. They're going to roll once and... <laughs> Wow. And roll a 10. So they make, they, they're making good time. So Fang, GB. Just have a little thing right here. And they're going to roll one more time. And that's probably going to, oh, that's a two. Eat it, eat it. So uh, who would like to do me a favor? Roll a D10 with a plus three. Can I? Sure. Let's do it. D10 plus three. That's a five. That's still better than them, technically, if we get a high number in the next one. So you guys, you guys are gaining on them. You're going to, at this rate, you might catch them before Donhurst. Now, something I would start to think about is, what do you do if you catch up to them? Yeah, <laughs> we haven't thought that far. <laughs> we flip them off as we go by. Yeah, moon them, moon them. <laughs> um, what's the, uh, what, what is the terrain like? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing there's one trade road, basically, but like... So picture this area, and, and this, is the, the, this is the tricky part. It depends on when you might be able to overtake them. Because you guys are, you are smack dab in the middle of... <laughs> you're you're, you're going to be entering Dragon's Reach soon. So, right now... It's a lot of uh, foresty paths and things like that, so there will be a lot of foliage on either side. And then once you hit the mountains, there's a, there's a space between the Blistering Peaks and the Hazon Mountains that is this narrow passageway, and then it just opens up. Then it's just farmland and fields as far as the eye could see. Think about driving through Kansas, something like that. So once you get past the mountains... And I'd say you're about a day and a half away from that, something like that. So once you get past those mountains, you could conceivably ride off the main road. Okay. I would like... Uh, you know what? Callie, give me a survival check. Okay. Survival or nature. You pick. Uh, I'm going to do survival. So that area... Is uh, is one you're going to want to be careful of. Which one? Uh, well, if you get past the mountains and you want to dip off the main road, right? You want to ride. Uh -huh. That area actually is is less dangerous than most if you were to get off the main road. Um, you're not going to find anything like drakes or, or something like that. Every once in a while, you will find hill giants. Something something that, that they, they come down from the mountains and they're... Um, they're they're pretty damn aggressive. Mm -hmm. Something nice for level three. <laughs> Don't think about it in terms of levels. Think about it in terms of experience. You guys have been through a lot. You you you've, you've experience had some gets you to, le to levels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is true though, because like canonically, we've faced a witch. Well, we've talked to a witch. We've faced. You know, sea monster, mm -hmm. a dracolich, a zombie monk who had the ability to like crack his bones and shit. Ton of shit, man. You guys have been yeah. through a lot. Yeah. So, 
Um, you could dip off the main road and it wouldn't be, uh, it wouldn't be as huge a risk as if, say, you were in Lockford and dipped off the main road. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, the good news is that's 17. You guys are going to ride clean through the night. And you're going to spot something in the distance uh, on the side of the road. And what it looks to be is a cart. And this cart looks to be uh, in disrepair, broken down. At least maybe uh, maybe one of the wheels or something like that is pulled out to the side and listing, kind of leaning uh, to the to the to the right, and you're going to see a, a slightly portly gentleman standing next to it in a in a suit. Um, now, you guys got a few options here. You could ride clean on by. You could stop to see what's going on. You could um, I don't know, kill him. I, I don't know, whatever <laughs> whatever feels right to that, you guys. That seems kill on fire. It does. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so frustrated right now. I need to take it out on the first bystander. Um, oh boy, what do you guys want to do? Well, I mean, we're coming off. We're post Calden's Independence Day speech. You know, like, I don't think I, I know I wouldn't stop. Well, I'm not in charge. Callie, you're driving. But I would tell you, like, nope, don't stop. We got to keep going. I feel like what Calden's probably in front. With Elena? Uh, sure. Okay. Well, I was just gonna say, like, if you guys don't slow, she's just gonna keep going. Yeah, I don't... I I wouldn't want to slow down. Same. Okay. Sounds like you guys are skating on by. <laughs> As we pass by, I'm gonna say, bye, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Is he a gnomish man in a suit? No, this, uh, this guy looks human, and he's gonna wave, like, uh, like, Oh hi, that type of thing, and you're you're just gonna boom, 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 and just my storyline. Yep, gone. <laughs> so you guys are gonna ride clean through the night. You're probably pretty tired by this point, and you're pushing on. That is my that is my understanding. Yeah, uh, yeah I think unless unless you guys want to do something, different, I think we're gonna push on for the day, and then probably break early just to give the horses some rest and, and us some rest too, I guess. Riding is difficult. Yo, we don't want to kill these things, man. Yeah, That's... if the horse, as what, whatever the horses want to do. <laughs> oh, well, no, that's Eat a good grass. point. Should we yeah. maybe like roll a nature check or something or like. Just like see how they're doing, you know? Yeah. I mean, you can, sure. Let's, let's, you know what? Elena, give me a nature check. Oh, but mine's not good. <laughs> <laughs> well, you brought it up. <laughs> Oh, yeah. gorgeous! Almost a crit. Uh, so yeah, that's the, the, these things are these things are bred right, man. They they are they are raring to go. So even after riding most of the night, I imagine every once in a while stopping for water, stop for a quick graze, that kind of thing. But they're they're raring to go, and they could probably go for another you know a few hours. Okay, so if they're good, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> Um, every time we stop for, like, water or whatever, I just want to, like, look around and see if any of, like, the herbs on my list are in the area. Ooh! Let's talk about that list. Yeah. Good call, yeah. On this list, um, they, these herbs are ranked from common, uncommon, to rare. Okay. And obviously there's the Drake blood, but that's another, uh, 
that's a whole nother thing. But let's let's focus on these herbs. So let's see, uh, sun thistle and drunk vine. Those are both really common things. You can find them. Uh, you can find them in this area pretty easily. Uh, chlorberries and feyroot. A little tougher. That's a little more uncommon. You're going to find that probably near the edge of the mountains uh, or deep in forests, that type of thing. And then the other two are uh, a, a larblade, which is a type of grass, which you are definitely going to find. <laughs> it, it sort of grows on the uh, the southern pass of mountains and things. And bloodroot. Yeah. Yay. Now, bloodroot Get here's the thing. Knowing where to find it isn't the hard part. It's getting to it. It's getting to it, and then There's knowing when to stop after you skip <laughs> <it>. <laughs> <laughs> knowing those lines. <laughs> but yeah, that's um. We're gonna be keeping an eye out for those and uh, and grabbing some every once in a while if you can find some. Blood root. I mean, just cards for that now. It's only like ten dollars. It's you just. just- <laughs> <laughs> There's little uh, little cross signs with red like red crosses everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Holy shit! Oh, nine bloodroots. Nine bloodroots. No, uh, I did just roll for the fang. <laughs> they just rolled a nine. Ah. So who'd like to do me a favor? Give me a roll. D ten plus three. I'll do it. Hit me. Okay, I don't know how to do the plus three. Oh yes, I do. I have to put a modifier in like that. Well, bam. Wee! Yes! yes! That's a 12! Oh, shit! Well, it's still not forgiven, but nice. <laughs> <laughs> so you are, you are gaining. You're catching up, man. This is awesome. Okay. What did you say the, uh, the very first herb was? Sun thistle. Uh, sun thistle. Sun thistle, okay. What sun was the thistle? cloud berries? Chlorberries. That's, uh, my stripper name. Wow. Oh, good. Oh, I just, God. I really like it, and then I had to say something. Sorry. Okay, no. That <laughs> <laughs> just came out of nowhere. I just really like chlorberries. Sun thistle, drunk vine, feyroot, chlorberries, larblade, and bloodroot. Uh, yep. Yes. Okay. You never saw where we can find bloodroot. Oh, so you're going to find bloodroot in the Hazon Mountains. Right. Or Tatiana was a guy. Just... Oh! <laughs> just kidding. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, honestly, probably. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Do me a favor, roll a flat T20, Tatiana. Oh, okay. All right. That, that worked out. You don't know. You don't know a guy. But the Hazon Mountains always has always has bloodroot. <laughs> and that's all that was said about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, uh, Calden would like to do something. Well, while we're taking one of these like short breaks just to get water or something, um, Calden would like to like maybe find a little frog or a lizard. Oh, oh. no. Stop again? Something. You're going to do it again? Come on. I still don't know what happened. <laughs> okay. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, you want me to roll a nature check or something for that? Uh, give like... me, yeah, give me a, give me a nature check. Let's see if you could find one. Okay. Anything hot? Yeah, you found one. Oh, yeah. hey. <laughs> so Calden's gonna just break away from the group for a little bit. Be like, um, 
Uh, one sec. I uh, uh, just need to drain the humors. <laughs> yep. Drain um, the humors. Oh, what a great callback. Oh, my goodness. Wait, that's not a callback. It's just I don't old think science so. stuff. Yeah. I love it. Callback to older times, more <laughs> refined times. Um, yeah, and then he's going to do what he did before and just try and, like, channel his magic into the into this animal's essence to try and basically stop its blood flow uh, with, with his ice magic. Do me a favor. Give me an arcana check. I can't wait until Callie catches you doing this. <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. So I'm guessing you're you're cupping. So that, that explains the fake hand. Okay, so you're cupping <laughs> this frog against the ice hand with your good hand, right? Oh, I like that. Yes. The fake hand was just to look cool. but <laughs> Oh, okay. I, I was like a... that a lot. I love that. Yeah. Okay. So what's going to happen is... This, this this little frog is going to obviously resist a bit. And it's it, the base, uh, the, the, the feet of the frog are going to be planted against the uh, the ice hand. And Calden's regular hand is going to go on top of that. And slowly but surely, just trying to concentrate. And I imagine it's pretty rough because you're used to doing this with two hands. You're used to channeling magic through both hands. And it's, 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 it's going to feel weird, right? It's like trying to swim with one arm, that type of thing. It's going to yeah, feel yeah. strange. But eventually, you're going to get these juices flowing, and this frog is going to start to slow down a little more and a little more. And eventually, it is going to... Uh, it, it, it's, it's, its little heart is going to stop, and its blood is going to stop pumping, and is actually going to freeze to this ice hand. <laughs> oh, boy. So, yeah, you're going to have to, like, pull it off, but... Yeah, you succeeded. Yeah, so uh, I imagine this takes a bit out of Calden too. Like it's new magic, and and he's doing it after after all this happened. So yeah, he's gonna just like uh, just like fall in the tall grass, I guess, um, panting a little bit and looking at this frog frozen to his to his hand. And I guess he'll just try and pry it off, pull it off. Back on the road. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's say, um, let's say that killed a day and a half there. So it is. Hmm. Let's say it's the eighth right now. So it is the eighth of yesterday. It is, uh, let's say, noonish somewhere in there. So you're in the middle of the day, and so you've 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 gotten sleep at some point. You had the horses rest, that type of thing. I want. So you're riding fast. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're doing that thing where, I guess, mechanically, like, our perception checks would be at disadvantage oh, yeah. or something because we're that... just trying to make speed. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like a isn't it like a ten? Take ten, or is that something different? I think it's something. To do. I think it's. Uh, I, it normally just shaves up. What I want to do is, I want Tatiana to do me a favor. Roll a perception check with disadvantage. Oh boy. Okie dokie, artichokey. <laughs> is, that, is that Tatiana's new thing? Because I that's, love it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's Jamie's thing. That's <laughs> seventeen. That's with disadvantage, though. That yeah, that, that's that's with disadvantage. That's awesome. So uh, you guys are in hot pursuit of the Fang, but Tatiana's going to notice something. It looks like someone's in hot pursuit of you. 
Behind you, there are a few figures on horseback riding very deliberately. Uh, looks like they're either trying to keep, keep up or catch up to you. And I would say with that type of perception, Tatiana is going to recognize the figure in the lead. And that is um, a very aristocratic looking tiefling. Oh my god damn it! No! <laughs> oh, beautiful. Makes a return. Vincent Delorne. Oh my god. Fuck. Alright, um, let's do this. Trying to go invisible, Brain. <laughs> <laughs> Thunderclap right next to his ear, and hopefully his head explodes. Like in Fallout. Bloody mess. Done. I win. <laughs> <laughs> He looks uh, quite cross. Well, we're not a British podcast. Calm down. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You're right. You know what? Some sort of mood tonight. I sincerely apologize. Your, your humors, my dear, are <laughs> much imbalanced. <laughs> Lord. I was trying to be more inclusive. I was just trying. Oh my goodness. I'm so sorry. I must. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Got no blood sugar. <laughs> Let's keep it American. I don't know. I think I'm still upset about how bad my pot pie was. Aww. It was very disappointing. Oh, I'm sorry. Don't stop, though. I love it. <laughs> I I love sassy now. Yeah. One day you won't. <laughs> when it's directed, when that sass is directed your way, oh, it's no fun. <laughs> you just sass back. That's <laughs> <laughs> and then I get offended. Yeah, I, I'm always afraid of hurting Val's feelings. So, what would you guys like to do here? Is, is Does it look like he's really coming towards us and is angry at us, or does it look like he's just heading towards the same direction we are? Well, okay. He is behind you, yeah. uh, coming up the road, and it, again, this is... You could tell on the road when someone's, you know, riding with purpose, or just like, okay, we're going to the next town, or we're doing the next thing. You guys are riding with purpose. If you saw someone who were just like, okay, let's go, book it, book it, let's go, we don't have time for breaks, that type of thing. This this person, being as how you've already seen them before, you gave them the runaround. Um, it, I put, you know, two and two together... This they, they probably want a word with you. They don't know we gave them the runaround. Yeah. I mean... They look mad at whatever transpired. Yeah. Right? So you I guys mean, you guys yeah, are on horseback is... here. Uh, Fuego, Bubsy, and Tesla uh, are, are just streaking. <laughs> what the fuck is that? I love all those horses' names. Yeah, right. Thank so you. And so I hope good. that when we reach on the call... I find three horses that I can bet on called Fuego, Bugsy, and Tesla. <laughs> Is it Bugsy or Bubsley? Oh, it's Bubsy. Bubsy. Like the cat. <laughs> nice. And one of them is uh, energy responsible. <laughs> <laughs> one of them's a hybrid horse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I guess Tatiana would relay that information to the group, and she would probably say something along the lines of, hey, that stuck-up asshole tiefling from earlier is running towards us. And she would, that she would say that out loud. Cold will yell back as they're, like, writing, what do you want to do? 
Oh, should keep riding, I guess? Just like outrun him. <laughs> I mean, we got the hot hands right now. I, I think have... he would, He would. yeah, like, uh, I think Calden would, well, he's not riding, running the horse, but I think he would defer to Tatiana's escaping things as kind of her purview or, you know, ever. So I think Tatiana, in her brain, she's thinking that it would be silly to sort of stop to have a confrontation with these people. So she's just going to sort of look back to see how far behind they are and yell up front, I guess we just keep going till they catch up. If they catch up. (laughs) Sounds good. (laughs) Well, then they're going to be back there. Still the 8th of Yesti. So let's ride into the evening. Do me a favor. Give me a roll. We're going to have to stop sometime, too, because these horsies. Yep. I, oh. I figured you had uh, you had a break at some point in there and took you know had like an extended rest that type of thing because you just had to. Okay. Who who gonna roll? Uh, oh, there we go. That's an eight. Nice. And let me have them roll. That's an eight. Good lord, they are making great time. Wait, so what are our numbers? Uh, let me add them up right now. I mean, even if they get there before us, the townsfolk of Lockfort still sent word to Donhurst, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, so... Who knows that how that long it'll take, yeah. you know? That's, well, well, I think that, it's by bird, oh, so... Yeah, well, what if I mean... it was that guy on the cart? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. His name is Raven. <laughs> we sent our, fast, our fastest raven. <laughs> I mean, that would make sense. It's like, oh, the whole squad's named Raven? Yeah, all of us. That's why we have this job. <laughs> Let's see here. So, that in total, that's a 29 for them and a 25 for you. I would say that pushes us into the ninth of Yesti. And uh, these guys are getting closer to you, like really close. And I would say. The the next time you break, which you're going to have to do, they're going to be catching up to you. So it is the ninth. It is the ninth of yesterday. You are about halfway there, maybe probably a little a little over halfway because the, the weather and everything has been cooperating with you guys wonderfully. You're doing great. Now, the Fang's been pushing it really, really, really hard, which means that they're going to stop and take a break. Now, you guys have to stop and take a break as well. Otherwise, you're pushing these horses really, really difficult. It's, it's, it's just too much for them. So when you stop, those horses behind you are going to catch up. Now, I imagine you have a campsite, something like that. Yeah, I don't think sure. so, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. How, how, how many of them are there? Did That's we ever find, find three. out? Three. Three, including oh, three the three inc- y- <laughs> Yes. <laughs> <laughs> There are three, including Vincent. Now, what you're going to notice is Vincent seems to be coated in, like, mud and muck. And his clothing is torn. He's in, like, he's just, you can understand why he's a bit upset. And he's going to approach the campsite and get off his horse. And he is going to, he's going to move a bit, bit closer to the group. Might I have a word, please? Bradley's going to speak up. You might. (laughs) I'm sure you remember me from last week. We had words 
I asked you if you had seen a young lady, and you gave me directions into a river. I don't seem to remember that. No, nope, me neither, sorry. He is going to get, like, he, he does a thing where he's getting ready to scream and just... <clears throat> Perhaps we got off on the wrong foot. And he's going to uh, he's going to move closer and and take a deep breath and do that thing where you steeple your fingers and he's just kind of got him up to his mouth just like okay my name is Vincent Delorne of House Delorne I am in the area because I am trying to recover something that was stolen now. I may not have been 100% honest with you in our last encounter, and for that I apologize. Time is of the essence, and I was hoping my name might grease some wheels. That apparently was not the case. I am trying to recover an egg. It was stolen from one of the houses of Brightport. And I am in pursuit of it. If you could give me any information on that woman, it would be greatly appreciated. Time is of the essence. And if she gets too far away, I fear that we may never find her again. This woman is dangerous. And again, I am humbly Requesting your help. Uh, which house was this artifact stolen from? An egg, you say? <sighs> he is going to take a knee here and, and, and settle in. <clears throat> I'm doing a favor for House Dragon Keep. Let's say that I owe them one. A dragon's egg. Quite rare, actually. A white dragon egg was stolen from that house. It is insanely important that I recover it, or at the very least give some sort of whereabouts as to where it might be now. Calden will just be gobsmacked, I think. And he's gonna look at Braylon... I was just like, and just like with big wide eyes. Braylon's uh, mouth is going to be kind of hanging down. If, if I can ask a dragon egg. Okay. How do you, how do you know House Dragon Keep? If you don't mind my asking. They were kind enough to broker some deals for me about a year ago. It ended up saving me a tremendous pain, and <clears throat> I don't mind saying that I made a tiny profit at the end of the day out of something that should have cost me quite a bit of money. In exchange, I told Miss Grimness that I would owe her a favor. When the egg was stolen, 
I honestly thought that this job would be painless. It shouldn't be too difficult to track down someone in a slow-moving cart, but apparently this woman is quite charming and has made more than a few friends along the way. Brandon's gonna look at the ground, like avoid the guy's eyes, just kind of rubbing his temples. Mm-hmm. So it was this woman that stole the egg? She's in possession of it, that's all I know. And you don't know why? Or how she was able to steal it? He is going to look back to his men. We have... a hunch. We believe that she's part of a cult and he's going to sort of lean down really close to the group when he says that kind of a hushed tone some kind of dragon cult I'm assuming that would be correct oh I see I see um he's gonna he, he, he's gonna just like oh like put his hands on his face or, well I guess one hand on his face <laughs> Um, and then, like, shake his shoulders and say, uh, and gesture to to him and Braylon, say, we are friends of House Dragon Keep, of of Lady Grimness, and and of her daughter. And although we did not, it seems we did not get off on the right foot. And for that, I apologize. We have had pursuits of our own that that have uh, are drawing us uh, towards Donhurst. Right, right. He's he's very sorry. <laughs> but uh, we can give you whatever information and aid you in any way that we can. Now, we did see this woman uh, on the road uh, coming up to Lockford. Is that where we were? Is that yes. where we saw her? You were, head- yeah, you was... were coming from Fairbay to Lockford yes. at the time. Yeah. So, uh, so we'll say that, yeah, like uh, headed from Fairbay to Lockford. When we met you on the road, uh, we uh, unfortunately thought you very rude and sent you in a wrong in the wrong direction to an apparently hapless uh, on pursuit of apparently a hapless woman. But that is where we saw her last. She's several days in the opposite direction. He's going to look just crestfallen. I don't suppose you would have a final destination somewhere that she might be trying to make sit down stakes, a camp, anything. I don't know. Well, she was on the road to Fairbay, but maybe that's, that's yeah, that's as far as we know. I we haven't heard of any cults or anything in the area. Um and I don't know of any off the top of my head. Can I roll a history check or something and see if I maybe know of anything? You sure can. Holy oh, shit. Damn. God. He knows everything. It's like dragons, so... So check this shit out. <laughs> yes! <laughs> the Order of the Scale is obsessed with all things dragons. As a matter of fact, they feel that the butchering of the black dragons on this continent is one of the biggest... It's way bigger than anything done to the tieflings. These proud 
glorious creatures should be ruling shit, not not be subjugated by by uh, by people. They believe firmly that we should be serving our dragon masters. That is what they feel. And they will do pretty much anything to uh, both preserve dragon kind and impede any progress that would that, that would be a hindrance to dragons. They will even kill people to kind of uphold that that ideal. Okay, so Therian domestic terrorists for dragons. They are yeah, they're they're pretty wacky out there. Oh my god. Oh boy. So Colin will, Colin will remember thinking back his, his studies uh, trying to learn Draconic and figure out about the Dragon Clan elves about this cult and will relay this information but say, but I haven't heard about where they've sprouted up or anything other than that they exist and, and that is their purpose. You ever, um... <clears throat> You ever talk to somebody and then partway through the conversation you realize, oh, oh, oh no, you're you're a horrendous racist and uh, I need to get out of this conversation now? I would imagine while uh, Calden's learning Draconic, it's one of those things. It's like, hey, I know a few things. Maybe I could teach you. I, I, I love Draconic dragons, right? Yeah. And then partway through the conversation, you'd realize, oh, you're insane. <laughs> <laughs> like that, that type of thing where it's like, I think you like dragons too much. <laughs> Look, we're heading in the opposite direction. But if there's anything that we can do to help speed you along on this or speed you back to pick up the trail, uh, we will. <clears throat> I think we can take it from here. And I apologize for my curtness when we first met. It has gotten me in trouble before. Oh, yeah, no, don't worry, don't worry. Uh, Calden apologizes as well. Yeah, he's very sorry for for the way he treated you. Um, you know, you're a friend of a friend is a friend, right? He's going to hold a hand out to, to Calden. Uh, Calden will, will hold his hand out to, or we'll grab it and give him a shake. And with that, he's going to get ready and get back on his horse with his uh, crew, and they're going to get ready and go. <laughs> Braylon's going to look at Calden. Wow. Was that our fault? It's a lot to take in, but if that's truly what happened, was Amara pregnant? Did she have a child? How, how does that even work? Well, I mean, okay, I know how it works. You need two, but, like... Yeah, well, the thing about dragons is they have a cloaca, and the, they're gestating an egg. No, and... no, 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 no. He's going to close oh, the ears. Oh, you didn't? And he's going to turn around and go back to, like, the log he was sitting on. It's about, like, 12 months, and mm -hmm. you would think it's live birth, but no, they give birth no, to... No, the... I'm not listening anymore. Oh, uh... <laughs> Hey, I could just go on about dragon cloacas. <laughs> on and on. I need a flat D twenty from someone. <laughs> for uh, what? For pertaining to what? Uh, for cloacas. For yeah, roll for the cloaca. Oh. Oh yeah. Uh, I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> that there's a five. Having too good of a night. It's, it was bound to happen. <clears throat> well, that there's a five, and uh, it's going to start to rain heavily. 
here's what we're going to do. It is now the 10th. The 10th of Yesti. Now, because of this rain, it is going to slow you down. That being said, the Fang has taken a full day off of riding. These are these are a bunch of drunks, and maybe they're maybe they're supposed to get there on a specific date. Not really sure, but they are going to stop, which means I want a flat D twenty, no modifier from you guys because of this rain. I'll do it. I haven't done it today. A D twenty or a D ten? D ten. Sorry. Oh, okay. Ooh, I grabbed that D twenty. Boy. Oh, that's really? a six. That's pretty good. So check this shit out. Yes. I'm liking your new coined phase. I like it when you say that. Because this is good stuff. This is good stuff. <laughs> you know what well, good, good or bad, it just gets me excited. Just ready. As result of being bloodied. <laughs> yeah, that was shit. But I like this new one. <laughs> I approve. We haven't had a result of being bloodied yet this, uh, this entire arc. Just throwing that out there. Doesn't mean it's not going to come up. Just hasn't yet. You guys are going to come up on a large camp way off the side of the road this this looks like maybe 150 guys maybe more they are off the main road far off the main road actually uh, probably uh, like five six hundred feet like kind of scattered out there just you know what would you like to do slow down well you got a few options you could give them a wide berth and uh, ride out into you can you could ride off the road and and give them a wide berth you could just streak on by or you could slow down and uh, observe no i don't i don't think slowing down and talking to them would be the, the no or yeah, observing no, i don't i don't want to talk to them oh, okay. i just I don't know, I was just, like, wondering who they are. Like, is it the group we're thinking of it? You said it's a camp, right? Are we pretty sure this is the Fang? Pretty sure. When I say camp, I mean, like, there's some tents pitched, there's a bunch of, like, these guys look like scum. Oh, then we can just keep going. Yeah, Brandon, let's see. Let's, yeah. let's go around them. The, the mission is to get there before they do. If we can go mm-hmm. around them, we'll be good. Cool. Does Braylon do, like, cool SWAT team Signals. Yes, yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, super exaggerated. Like, two, go that way. Trying. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, here's what we're gonna do. This is this is downpouring. This is this is some bad rain. You guys are gonna you know go off the beaten path here, off the main road, and um, it's really uneven, soggy ground. So what we're going to do is we're going to roll a saving throw. We're going to roll a saving throw, and then I'm going to get into this. If it's... Oh, okay. <laughs> if it's seven, it's not good. If it's ten or lower, you die. <laughs> so I'm going to get ready and roll a d6, guys. One of you is about to take a tumble. Now, if it comes up a six, none of you take a tumble. And you just oh. keep on going. Calden. Yes, boss. Calden. <laughs> Calden is going to get ready, and his horse is just going to. Which means Elena is also going to take a tumble. 
What if it's because, it, like, he's short and he's not holding on as hard? Yeah, so could it's it, only him. Okay, could it, could it, we could do that. Be, yeah, could it be, like, he, like, loses his grip in the in the wet and just, like, it lets go of Elena uh, or, like, slips off? Frost arm a little too much. So, you know, you remember how I said this is uneven ground and stuff like that? So these horses are just going to, like, bounce. Like, just, it, it's a lot of bouncing. They're trying to keep up speed. Mm-hmm. And this downport, you are going to you're going to bounce upward, and as you come down, slip off the back of this saddle just because you landed just poorly. Ow! And you are going to get lightly kicked by this horse, and then fall into about three inches of muck and and wet. Oof. He didn't hit his head though, right? No, no. And Calden is m- damaged mentally for. <laughs> Well, just because, like, that literally happened to my friend. She was riding a racehorse, and they were going fast, and she oh, fell no. off, and she hit her head, and then she got a concussion. I'd say this is more like a like a chest kick. Ooh, like, wind knocked out. Yeah, so that's only going to do one damage, though. That's that's lucky. Oh, my god! He's supposed to roll D6 damage? Yep. And he lands in the mud, and it's just, like, like, uh, just, like, just covers him, like, Jamie Lannister, just... Oh. Slopping around, that that the, the, that the the arm now is like all mucked up instead of like oh, oh that's like gonna nice get infected. Ice. Well, no, 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 no. The ice, uh, the ice arms like got all like mud all over it. I thought his his is closed up. His 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 stomach. Yeah. yeah. Would the people on the other horses see this happen, or would we just like? I'd say yeah, it wouldn't take okay. long. At the very least, uh, Elena would, and then like I'd imagine there's a rally. Everybody gets back, and yeah. Okay, seeing this happen and then noticing that Calvin's okay, Tatiana might might chuckle to herself a little bit. <laughs> That's all. Hey, Callie. Hey. Do me a favor, give me a D10 roll. Okay. Oh, get us killed, please. That's a five. You guys are so close to Donhurst. You are so close. <sighs> which horse kicked me? I gotta know. It was yours. Well, which one were we riding? You're in the front. You're riding Tesla, obviously. Oh, Tesla. Yeah. Oh, Tesla kicked me right in the chest. Oh, is it, it just caught, like, it just grazed, right? Just like a... Uh. Like, it could have been so much worse. Like, a square kick from a horse, that, poof. Yeah. yeah. That's rough. That kills people. Calden's yeah. a, frail, a frail boy, so. Yeah. He, he a frail boy. Frail boy. <laughs> Except when he, uh, you know, has higher endurance than everybody else. <laughs> that's, that's all magical. <laughs> <laughs> so the Fang's going to get ready and get back on the road. But they're going to roll with a disadvantage because most of the day is just gone. Ooh, they oh. don't make any progress for the day. Mud. Whew, yeah, just mud and just ick. And maybe that's kind of slowing them down. They're like, I don't want to go riding. It's muddy. <laughs> like that type of shit. It is the 11th. The 11th of Yesti. Boy, making progress, guys. Yeah, you are. I'm going to have them roll. That is a six Ooh. for them. And let's have who'd like to who'd like to give me a roll here? 
Nobody. I, <laughs> I can do one. I haven't, I haven't done a. I haven't done a D10 yet. I'll do one. Yeah, do the D10. Uh, do we? You just gotta get a four or more. Yeah, that's it. Four or more. You can do it. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. yeah. Not one. Kind of panicked for a second. Lucky number seven. <laughs> <laughs> so it is still, it's still raining. When you arrive at Donhurst. Now, when you get there, it is... It's kind of tough to describe to somebody the size of these big wooden walls and the huge front gate that uh, that accompanies them. This front gate is going to be locked up. It's going to be, it's going to be closed. And uh, I would say you're going to get there middle of the day, something like that. Still raining, but there's plenty of light outside to see. What would you like to do? <laughs> Right when we start banging on the gate. Hey, let us in! <laughs> so you're just, just a kind of a furious, like, boom, 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 that type of thing. Yeah, but he's small, so it's like, a little bang. <laughs> right. And there's, like, a little door built into the gate that like, would let individuals in, but, like, for big wagons or something like that, they open the, 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 dub, the double doors. The little door, little door. Yeah. No one's going to answer. Like, at all. And minutes are going to go by, and this, this this rain is just down. But and that is, uh, it's weird. It's it's a weird occurrence. But no one's going to answer. Um, is there anyone like how high is this gate? Is there anything up above? Can we like look and see if there's any towers or anything? Or there are lookout posts, and there's uh, the 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 walls themselves. Uh, if you had to like eyeball it, you. You'd figure maybe 17, 18 feet high. Okay. No climbing. It's wet, dude. Yeah, I wasn't thinking. I wasn't thinking climbing it. Um, I was just trying well, to see if there's anyone up but there. Guys, I someone died or climbed. Oh shit! <laughs> but is there anybody like? Can is can we see anybody in the lookout towers? Do me a favor. Someone give me a perception roll. I'll do it. Oh my god. Crit mama. Callie's not going to see anybody in these lookout towers either. Although there is a bit of smoke, but it it looks like it's coming from the distance. It looks like it's coming from uh, behind Donhurst, not necessarily from Donhurst. And with no one opening the gates and no one in those lookout towers, that is a, that's a pretty big, like that's a, that's a red flag. Let's call it. Uh, It's it's very peculiar. Not completely unheard of, just like a, huh, that's not good. Jason, I have some questions. Okay. Historically, uh huh. if you didn't live in Donhurst, but you lived somewhere else, let's mm-hmm. say Brightport, would you learn about the other cities? Uh, you'd always hear things, sure. Okay. Uh, would I know history of Donhurst, like, anytime someone's breached the gates, or any time that, like, there's some sort of like, oh, this guy's a master criminal. He got out of Donhurst or he got into Donhurst or something like that. Like, you know, like some kind of tall tale. Well, how about you give me a history check? That's what I was hoping for. <laughs> not history. <laughs> not history. I was hoping for like anything else, but. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, nope. I know shit. Well, you'd know a couple of things. One, you know that those walls were erected to keep orcs out. Orcs were the big the, the big threat for Donhurst. A long time ago, this was just farming land, and there was really no protection for anybody living in that area, and orcs would just raid the place. A lot of half-orcs got born that way. 
And it's just it, it, that they ended up erecting those walls as a way to defend themselves. The Orc encampment is several miles north, uh, west, actually, of Donhurst. Uh, just below the Stone Thunder Mountains, and it's always been a concern. Other than that, they do have some wildlife in the area, and they have some they have some things going on. But that's that's why those walls are there. If they're shut, it's either because there's a curfew or there's uh, there's some sort of threat that they're preparing for, something like that. It is not uncommon these days to see those gates shut, but someone is usually at the gates to man that little door, some to to, to talk to people potentially coming into or out of the city. Okay, so I don't learn. I learned the history of the city, but not much about Yeah. It. I see. All right, well, everyone's um, yeah. going to look to everybody like, this is very odd. Um, unless someone wants to knock harder, maybe they didn't hear me. Go right there's, ahead. There's nobody in the watchtowers. Oh, even better. Uh, I, I don't know how to... I don't know how to say the same character, but... Um, do, co- do you want to? Do you want to spider climb up there? Like, do you want to try that? Do <laughs> <laughs> just like climb up that wall? I don't know how to. Yeah, like. I, I mean, well, we, could, we could. Yeah, we could ask like Kelly. Uh, you can kind of change into animals, right? Oh yes, yeah. Um, just my fox, but my fox isn't very good at climbing. But um, I I could climb it. Anything you no, can. Fly? I can. I can climb it. Oh, like myself. an myself. Reynolds and look at, at Callie and look back at the wall. Are you sure? Yeah, I could probably climb up it and then open the door from the other side. Like a monkey or... Uh... Yeah, like how, how are you going to climb this? <laughs> or a fire beetle? I know a spell. Oh. Okay. Uh, do you think you could carry me with you? Just, you know, in case you need some backup. Oh, that's fun. a good... He's going to flex his muscles. Ugh. Can I can I carry Braylon like on my back? I'm. Hmm. He's pretty small. He's fairly small. Mm-hmm. And I weigh <clears throat> inventory fifty three pounds plus the stuff you're carrying. Ah, oh, shit! You're right. <laughs> well, you can leave his stuff. We're just gonna like go over. Oh, yeah. Leave my stuff. Excuse. <laughs> what? <laughs> We're just gonna go open a door. Well, what if there? Okay, you're right. <laughs> All right. If if Braylon's gonna leave his stuff, I'll allow it. Can I bring my sword or my rapier at least? Yeah, 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 yeah. Your basic stuff. I'm talking dropping your pack with all oh, your supplies yeah. I don't need and water. Shit. No, that's cool. I'm not, I'm, <laughs> I don't need I water. I'm gonna treat myself to a really nice and everybody else. I'm sorry, everyone else. We're gonna have a really nice dinner when we get in there because I think I'm the richest one currently. No, <laughs> no, I'm not. Anyway, just take a warm bath. Yeah, I'm <laughs> wiping mud off. So I'll put my pack on the ground. I'll look at the ground, it's all muddy, and I say, uh, someone want to hold this? Uh, Colin will put, put out his arm. He's going to put it. That's why I like you. I think uh, Callie will leave her bag, too. Just like... Colin will put out his other arm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so. Callie is going to approach this wall, and I imagine Braylon is just going to kind of hop on and sort of wrap her, like a little sleeper hold uh, almost. I had an idea. I was going to take some of my rope and tie myself around her. Oh, okay. So like Yoda and Skywalker. Okay. Mm-hmm. I am a backpack now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and as we climb, before we climb, I'm going to... Do I still have that ability? Oh my god. I don't anymore, huh? I don't know the, what it is. The inspiration. The bardic inspiration. How do I use this? Hold on. Because <laughs> it's different now. 
It's not as easy as it was before. Isn't it like a D4 or something? That, uh, or D6? Q? Excuse me? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I roll paltry D4s and that's some conjurer of cheap tricks. <laughs> uh, hold on. Stir, I'm going to inspire her with stirring words or music. She can use my bardic inspiration die in the next 10 minutes and add it to number roll on an ability check, attack roll, or saving throw. Well, uh, let's break out spider climb here. What, what's it, what's it, what's it do? What's it do? Okay, so I can move up, down, and across vertical surfaces and upside down along ceilings, uh, with my free, my hands free. Also, I gain a climbing speed equal to my walking speed. Ooh, okay. So here's what's going to happen. You're going to get ready and approach this wall. And I imagine at first it's kind of like, okay, let's try this out. Like that type of thing. And you're going to cast the spell and essentially just stick to this wall. And then eventually, while you're moving up, just like you're walking, like just like you're going to stop using your hands and being on all fours. And you're going to essentially almost like you're walking against the wind, but you're going to walk up this vertical surface. Braylon's terrified. <laughs> so Braylon's going to be dangling, and I would imagine dangling face first toward the ground. Yes. Now the backpack seems like a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> and I will be playing Brown Eye Girl the whole time. To inspire her. I hope you're not afraid of heights. I'm so sorry. It's too late. <laughs> <laughs> Just like pat him over the shoulder. So... Eventually, Callie's going to reach the top, and I'm guessing you're just going right over. Yes. Okay. So going right over, getting down to the other side, and that would lead you to the gate. You don't see anybody at this front gate, and that pretty much confirms your suspicions on the other side of it. Oh, good. All right. Is the door big enough? Like, if, like, the... Like, not the gate, but, like, the door. Is it big enough for the horses, or do I have to open the gates? Uh, you probably have to open the gates. Okay. So I'll do that? Okay. Well, let me get off first. I don't want to... Oh, yeah. I'm going to hook myself. So, either way, there's this, uh, there's a bar. There's this big wooden bar that keeps the gates shut. Now, I could have you roll strength checks and all that stuff, but even if you failed it, you just let the rest of the party in, you get it open. So, we're going to skip that part. So this gate is going to open. The main gate to Donhurst is going to open and let the rest of the party in. What would you guys like to do? Close the gate. Are we in a gatehouse or something? Oh, hmm? good, good question. Are we in like a gatehouse when she brought us up to the top? This is actually very... It's actually very low, lo-fi, right? Like, it's very low... Like, it, all it is is just a... Just, there's a little there's a little cabin type of thing right next to the gate that soldiers would sit in if they're uh, if if it's like raining like it is now. But other than that, that's just the bar blocking that gate and keeping it shut. There's no chairs or tables up here. Or anything? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah, there's there's chairs and tables and stuff. Sorry. Is there like a desk or anything around, or like any type of like notice on a board somewhere, like on a wall near us? There's lots of little different pieces of uh, of parchment and stuff. Yeah, the the guards will leave notes for each other. I want to scan them really quickly after she opens the thing to see, like, maybe there's a note or something, and it's like, hey, we got to get the hell out of here, or something that will catch my attention. Mm. Sure. Okay. Um, do me a favor. Uh, give me a little investigation check. 
Another one that I'm terrible at. <laughs> you Any keep having all the great sandwiches? ideas. Look at that. Hey. Any half-eaten sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. That <would> be glad <laughs> that's still warm. So there's like, uh, there's a couple of mugs up here with cold liquid in them. And the newest bit of parchment is a note about keeping the gate shut. And that was from four days ago. That is the newest bit of parchment you can find here. That is the, there's a date on it, and it's, it's labeled four days ago. I'm going to take it, if I can, and show it to Callie. Doesn't it say, like, why? Or just, like, we need to keep the door shut? It's talking about there being some sort of trouble in the, uh, in the south end of the city. And until it's sorted, no one leaves, no one leaves the city at all. And is that where I saw the smoke? It could be. Uh, honestly, the smoke looked distant enough that it might not even be coming from Donhurst. Okay. Is, the guy, is everyone in the city at least? No? Oh, yeah. Uh, I think we all, we, I think we all yeah. yeah got in. Let's close that mofo, please. Okay. Can we close back up the gate? <laughs> <laughs> so the gate is closed back up. Bar is placed again. Where is everyone? Why is there no one watching this gate? Well, Braylon found this note. Apparently there's something going on on the south side of the city, but that was days ago. Jason, is it like dead quiet in the city or what? I mean, with the rain, it's a little tough to tell, but you're not hearing other people yet. Oh, God. Do we see any, like, torches or... What I'm, I'm guessing it's evening. Is that correct? Or no, it's it's middle of the day ish. Uh, give me give me a perception check. Let me. Like, you guys are in the city now, and you are scoping stuff out. And with all of you looking, give me uh, give me one with advantage. Thirteen. Okay. From what you can see, there are no lanterns lit. You don't see another living soul. The streets of Donhurst appear to be completely and utterly devoid of another living person. And I think that's a good time for us to stop. I'm having PTSD, guys. Oh, no. From Lockport. <laughs> Yeah, I picture, like, we're all just walking into this rainy thing and, like, the camera just, like, pans up and up and up and yep. into rain and there's no one there. It's just nope. this empty city. Oh, that's so cool. And I just promised you guys dinner. <laughs> <laughs> God. Is Donner's full of the Eladrin? <laughs> we got that Eladrin situation oh, going on. Oh, my God. We hope that you enjoyed that episode of DNR, and as you folks know, we are supported by the lovely listeners over at Patreon.com, where we offer you guys a slew of bonus content starting at just $1 a month, and as a super special clip just for this week, here's a tidbit of the behind the scenes from this very episode. But you changed it, and I'm not very happy. Oh, did I change it? I thought it was the same. Wait, was you I... guys don't notice? I don't know. It gets it's me very different. <laughs> Wait, are you guys serious? You yeah. didn't notice the difference? Uh, no, uh-uh. oh. I noticed that he's putting a little bit more oomph into it, but I liked it. Yeah. 
Is that bad? I didn't. Ca- I didn't catch the uh, the the subtext, the subtle slights that he's doing to <laughs> Valerie specifically. But <laughs> well, let me do it. Oh, let me do it, Valerie. Let's get around. Table. <laughs> yeah, let me do it a little slower. And he's like, okay, Ooh, Valerie, go fuck yourself. Let's do this. Here we go. <laughs> I, I do oh, that. There. I heard it when Did, you slow it. Down, when you slow it down. Valerie. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. When you play it at half that time. <laughs> <laughs> If you enjoyed that peek behind the curtain and would like to see more, please visit patreon.com slash D-A-N-D-R to check out the tiers we've created. And if you really want to support us and would like to maybe play a game with Jason himself, keep an eye on the higher tiers because we may be offering up a new spot soon for the Patreon games. Thank you all so much for listening and have a fantastic week.